1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 743, an excerpt from the book, Happy Go Money, Spend Smart, Save Right, and Enjoy Life, by Melissa Leong. And I am Dan, your host here on the podcast. This is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today, I've got something a little bit different for you. It's actually a book excerpt by an author named Melissa Leong, who is a personal finance writer, on-air personality, speaker, and best-selling author. So we're super excited to have her permission to share some of this book, and I have it linked in this episode's description. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. An excerpt from the book, Happy Go Money, Spend Smart, save right, and enjoy life, by Melissa Leong. The Magic Number We all need a certain amount of money to be happy, but how much? For those of us who are on the verge of losing our homes, who fret about feeding our children, who cringe when the phone rings because debt collectors may be calling, without question, more money will make us happier. But for the rest of us, before connecting cash with joy, we need to talk about what we mean by happy. Scientists in neuroeconomics, the study of how we make economic decisions, break happiness into two types. One, life satisfaction, an evaluation of your well-being as a whole, the kind of happy where you're pleased with life in general. Two, day-to-day mood, the highs and lows, the joy, stress, sadness, anger, and affection that you experience from one moment to the next, how you feel today, how you felt yesterday the kind of happy that most of us relate to, the right-now happiness. With life satisfaction, the richer people got, the more satisfied they were with their lives. In worldwide studies, people in richer countries reported higher life satisfaction than those in poorer countries. We should also consider that wealthier countries are more politically stable, more peaceful, and less oppressive, which affects well-being. But according to a 2018 Purdue University study, there was a limit, 95,000 U.S. dollars, pre-tax per single-family household. After that, more money didn't mean that you are more satisfied. With day-to-day happiness, the threshold is sixty dollars to $75,000 per household according to various studies. The 2018 study showed that after these salaries are met, life satisfaction and day-to-day happiness actually slightly decrease with more money. What the what? Well, apparently, when all of our basic needs are met, We become driven by other desires, such as chasing after more material stuff and comparing ourselves to others, which make us unhappy. Also, high incomes can come with high demands, like more working hours, more stress, and less time with family and for leisure. This doesn't mean that we should all go out and try to make exactly $75,000 a year, our so-called feel-good financial sweet spot. The studies are averages, and we all need different things to be happy but all of us find joy in some simple things, kisses, laughter, getting ID'd over the age of 25. Marketing professor Hal Hirschfeld once told me, quote, even if I have an amazing car in my driveway, a huge house, and a big fat income, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be happier on a day-by-day basis, because the types of things that influence happiness are who I interact with, how I spend my time, and the things that I do, end quote. Think of some of your happiest times in the past week. Were you spending it with people? Were you taking time to enjoy an activity, going for a run or catching up with a good friend? Would a wad of cash have made those moments that much better? Probably not. If you answered yes to the latter question, how much more do you need to be happy? Listen on. Your magic number is probably wrong. Let's do an exercise together. How happy are you on a scale of one to 10? Now think about how much money you have in the bank, your salary. How much more money would you need to be a perfect 10? Michael Norton, who teaches at Harvard Business School and co-authored Happy Money, The Science of Smarter Spending, surveyed average income earners and high net worth Britons with a net worth of more than a million dollars. And he asked them those questions. Everybody said two to three times as much money, Norton told me. Why is that a problem? I asked, estimating the same for myself. Quote, That's a problem because people at a million dollars said, if I had $3 million, I'd be a perfect 10. Except that people who had 3 million said, if I had 9 million, I'd be a perfect 10, end quote. Basically, happiness is on a sliding scale. Think about how much this sucks. No matter what you have, you'll always want more, even if you have millions. When you find the gold at the end of the rainbow, the pot is just too small, and then you're off again, chasing more rainbows. It's like a curse, really. It also takes the fun out of my childhood dream of winning a million-dollar lottery. That was the very first fantasy I ever had, winning a jackpot and marrying one of the new kids on the block, anyone but Danny. I'd have fancy clothes and we'd eat at Red Lobster every weekend. Still my idea of a hot date today. But despite what we may think, winning a lottery doesn't buy you a one-way ticket to Euphoria Town. Take this famous study from 1978, where researchers asked two very different groups about their happiness recent Illinois state lottery winners who scored $50,000 to a million dollars in the lottery, and recent victims of catastrophic accidents who were now paraplegic or quadriplegic. They asked the lottery winners and the accident victims to rate how happy they were at that stage of their lives before the life-altering event and how happy they expected to be in a few years. They asked them to rate how pleasant they found simple activities, talking with a friend, watching TV, eating breakfast, buying clothes, getting a compliment, etc. Seriously, who's happier, the person cruising in the Lamborghini or in the wheelchair? Yes, the lottery winners were happier in the moment. The winners reported feeling more present happiness. But the people with disabilities rated their future happiness higher. They also enjoyed the simple things in life more. They had more appreciation for the mundane pleasures of things such as hearing a joke or reading a magazine. Actually, research shows a link between high income and a reduced ability to savor small pleasures. Experts blame it on hedonic adaptation, our tendency to just get used to whatever we have. Even a dramatic life improvement eventually becomes the new normal. You don't smell the roses because they're everywhere, any time of the day. And research has shown that our inner thermostats are set somewhere between happiness and sadness. It can rise and fall depending on circumstance, but it generally returns to that baseline. So if you are a miserable moaner before hitting the jackpot, you'll likely just be a rich miserable moaner. In another real-life example, Marcus Person, who created Minecraft and sold it to Microsoft for $2.5 billion in 2014, reportedly bought a $70 million mansion complete with a candy wall, vodka, and tequila bars, designer fire extinguishers, because safety first, fashion second, and 15 bathrooms equipped with $5,000 remote-control-operated toilets with air deodorizers and heated seats. But in 2015, he tweeted, quote, Hanging out in Ibiza with a bunch of friends and partying with famous people, able to do whatever I want, and I've never felt more isolated. End quote. In another tweet, he said, quote, The problem with getting everything is you run out of reasons to keep trying, and human interaction becomes impossible due to imbalance. End quote. Now, this could be super depressing to you. For me, it's reassuring. It tells me that no single event or any material thing or external factor ultimately defines my happiness. Human beings are adaptable. A million dollars or a misfortune over time can become the new normal. Sure, with money you'll enjoy stylishly fighting a fire with your Louis Vuitton extinguisher, but the riches may also make old pleasures seem less enjoyable. So remember, there's a better use of your money than playing the lottery. The odds of winning the Powerball jackpot prize are one in 292 million, and odds are that more money won't guarantee that your days will be happier anyway. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Happy Go Money Spend Smart, Save Right, and Enjoy Life by Melissa Leong.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news there's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kids' college. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here and being a subscriber to the show. And I will be back with you tomorrow for the Thursday show, where your optimal life awaits.